Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Sealess Villains Podcast. Your cultivators of the comic culture. I'm your host, AJ, and we've got Luke and Red in the mother effing house. Good evening, gentlemen. What's up, guys? Uh, I missed the show. Yeah, people have been hitting me up. When's the next episode? So uh, here we are. Here we are. Hey, Ashton, what's up, man? Hey, Ashton, hey. There he is. I was gonna, I was gonna message him with the link already, and he was already, he's already on it. <laughs> Sweet. I love it. What's up, Ashton? So we've been gone for a little while, just a little bit, just about a week, maybe well, a week and a half. It was Turkey Day. Give me a turkey, yeah. turkey holiday. Yeah, yeah, Turkey Day and Con Weekend, San Diego. Been busy. Yeah. I just finished my turkey today too, so I'm all turkeyed out. Uh, we've got. Uh, I've never seen this person before, but good evening. Evil Fett. Evil Fett. Evil cosplay? Fett. One of the greatest cosplayers in our area here. He's the one who requested for stickers, so I, I sent them some today. Awesome. Thank you, uh, even though I re- replied Evil Feet, but uh, that was uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the chat. I got seen your uh, post because that's, uh, that's my guy right there, Fett. Yeah. <laughs> he does some great uh, cosplays. He's got like a mashup of uh, uh, what was that? A uh, Who's that? Uh, what do you call it? He did a, a crazy Dave Osborne or, or something like that, and then he had smashed, mashed up with uh, with a with a Boba Fett helmet. Who's Dave oh, Osborne? Is that the evil Knievel guy? Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, well, not evil Knievel per se, but the one the one after him. Yeah, he had the, he had that comedy Showtime show, right? Exactly. Yeah, and he he does Commander Vader. Uh. He has another cosplay that's gonna be Omni Man next next season. Okay, all right. <clears throat> um, has everyone had a good week? Back to the hellhole of work, but other than that, it's good a week. How about yours? <laughs> yeah, it's been you know work has been work has been really really uh, busy you know, but busy's good. Busy's good. What about you, Luke? Man, I'm just living the dream up here. Living the dream of the 90s. Oh, 90s. Okay. All right. Dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. All right. Listening to some uh, 90s R&B maybe and some 90s uh, rap and some grunge, I guess. Have you ever seen that show Portlandia with uh, Fred Armisen and... I mean, yeah, a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's been canceled for a while, but... Uh... That was the theme song, the theme of, or the dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Or you, like, or you could, like, be a part-time comic book shop owner like me and uh, and still make a good living doing it. Yeah, part-time. That's full-time. Well, I'm part, I'm, I'm a full-time stay-at-home dad now, so. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I thought you went back to, to the education system. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not back in the education system. All right. All right. <laughs> they, they, are, they are short on teachers right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's it's really crazy. In fact, um, a local school had to shut down for three weeks. Damn. Because they didn't have enough uh, workers. 
Jeez. So no no substitute teachers, not not even the staff to support them. You had to close down. Yeah, they um they're begging like retirees, um, parents, anybody to come out and like drive the buses, um, make the meals. They'll do everything but uh, pay pay them a fair wage. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 they won't take the shot, right? It's a, there's a mandate at the schools. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know of anyone that's been fired for that. I know my wife at my wife's school, everyone everyone was fine. Yeah, I don't know anyone. I know the police union, they backed off that one for Oregon. They were threatening to um, let all the policemen go because it was a pretty high number that didn't get poked. So, wow. Um, and the police, the policemen were just like, "Okay, we'll just go ahead and fire us." And they're like, "Well, okay, we, we're not, we don't, okay, we won't do that." <laughs> <laughs> they should have stuck to their their guns in that one. I mean, I don't know about all that, dude. I mean. What, we what, have you, highest, uh, we have one of the we have the highest homicide rate and gun violence rate right now in the history of Portland. I think. Oh wow! And, and a rampant homeless uh, problem. I yeah. mean, I I know that the two hundred nine Stockton in particular had like the highest like I think death rate per capita, but I guess maybe. I mean, the last like, decade or so, but definitely, no, for Portland, uh, the highest for Portland, not for the nation. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, man, I hope Stockton still has that crown, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably we do. Probably we do. Um, Evel Fentz. No, actually not yet. I haven't seen Super Crooks. That's next on my list here to watch. Evel Fentz said that he was at San Diego Comic-Con, but didn't see you guys. Yeah, he he told me that yesterday, and it's like, oh, man, we could have just, we could have hooked up, but, you know. I think 75% of the time we were in line. And then 25% of my time was either I'm eating or or I'm stalking John Jang. <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop Did it. Did you guys hang out with John Jang a little bit at his booth? Yeah, at his booth, but never not outside the con. Yeah, we, we, we went to go uh you know, I was with Red buying some books and stuff like that. So um I was, oh. I was stalking the man. Before okay. before let's before we even talk about San Diego. Uh, let's give an RIP to uh, Virgil Abloh. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but uh, he's the uh, he was the creative director for uh, Louis Vuitton, and he was doing the off white with Nike and all that stuff. And he was kind of like big on the uh, oh, yeah. streetwear clothing scene. So uh, rest in peace, Virgil. Hopefully, um, you know your family's doing well and amid. Uh, the, the these times well yeah and he was like at the top of his game you and, know and apparently all the yeah. stuff right now is going up in price just because he's dead you know just like yeah. a, a stanley book sign his his nikes all his streetwear is going up and up evening miso and you're welcome rdb yeah um but yeah you know hopefully you know um his family's gonna be okay and uh, you know, our condolences to uh, his family. Oh, and then a special shout out to uh, Mr. Aaron Barling who uh, had an injury this week, and you know, hopefully he's doing 
better now, but you know, still bedridden until his uh, until he's his bones heal. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys have time, go go give the man a shout out and uh, make sure he's all right. Go say hi to him. Yeah. All right, let, let's get to the issue at hand. Uh, SDCC, uh, SDCC Special Edition. Last SDCC-S-E. week. SDCCSE. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> uh, as most people in the comic collecting world know, last week was the um, San Diego Comic Con Special Edition. Essentially, it was San Diego Comic Con Light. Um, Red, do you want to give your thoughts on your experience? Oh, wow. If you know, it felt so good that having the con at not uh capacity and it gave us the opportunity to actually walk around when we did get to walk around and and you know, experience and look at the stuff that we, we never got to look at, yeah, but at the same time. <laughs> When when there's an opportunity like this, when all the the exclusive lines were short because the capacity wasn't all there, we spent that time in lines. Yeah, and it it would be a perfect opportunity for for a very you know enterprising mind to buy a booth in San Diego Comic Con and 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 start selling stools or chairs just to help anybody with you know. Who's lazy and fat like me uh, to just sit down and wait for their exclusive? <laughs> this is a waiting game all day, just for just for for bait, for Funko, for getting in line with with, with Kevin Eastman. Um, what other line was there? Uh, Fig pin, Fig pin line wasn't Fig that pin, bad. Yeah, yeah, Fig pin. You know, um, even upper though, deck. Even though a lot of the majority of the the the. The main players weren't there, like Marvel, IDW, Image. There were still enough vendors there to fill the holes as far as exclusives are concerned. Yeah. Um, I got to agree with Red a couple things that I took note of. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. First of all, I wouldn't be surprised if Comic-Con did this as a test run. For a winter edition? Yeah. If they were like, you know what? Let's do a summer and a winter. We're going to get people no matter what. I I would not be surprised if they continue doing a two-year SDCC. Yeah, because um, I know Stockton already does it. Stockton With Stockton Con, they do have a summer and a winter convention. Yeah. Um, that, that Would it surprise me? Um, like with Red said, it was a smaller con, like – you could actually walk around, but the white the waiting in line did not change. We're still waiting in line like two, sometimes maybe even three hours for certain <laughs> things. So um, that did not change. We're still waiting numerous hours just to get something done. But you know, it comes with the territory. If you're going to Comic Con to get things, you know what to expect. Of course, of course. I mean, I think somebody got scared at one point that they thought the. The line for the Auntie Annie's pretzels was two hours long. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the cutoff line for, for the bait booth. Yeah. And like she was waiting the whole time to get a pretzel. It's like, dude, you could have just cut like to get to the front because we were not here for pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's funny. <laughs> the poor lady had to wait for like 15 minutes just waiting for pretzels. Like, no, I think she, I think it was like maybe five. I don't think it was 15. Uh, it felt so. like 15. We were there forever. Yeah. yeah, we were there for a while. Um, um, but yeah, it was a, it was a great experience. Uh, I would def red. Would you go again? Yeah, the shit would bring everybody. I think it, I think badges were still on sale by the time we got there on Friday. Yeah, it didn't sell out. It did not sell out. I mean, it was it was. I understand it was right after Thanksgiving, so hopefully the next one they'll schedule at least a week after, and it's still probably compete with. LA Comic Con and Emerald City or summer thing, or is that a winter thing? I think it's like a spring thing normally, isn't it? Spring, yeah, March. Okay, okay. So Emerald City competes with WonderCon during the spring. Yeah, it, it would be nice just to get everybody there. If if you haven't had a chance to go to Comic Con and you couldn't get to the summer one, winter edition will be a great opportunity for you. Yeah. I'm bummed Emerald City is right now. They should have just pushed it. They should have just waited. Had it their normal time. It's yeah. gonna it's a diluted event. This I guess I guess it's a test run for them too to make sure everything works. So if once once next year comes around and when you get to the time frame it's supposed to start, that they'll be ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, LA Comic Con is this weekend too, and the lineup, you know, the, the artists and, and the comic lineup is not as big as the celebrity like TV movie lineup, but it's still got a lot of guests. What are you so talking I'm about? Kinda... It's not as big. You got Stegman, you have Kate's, you have uh, Frank Miller, um, oh, Jock is going to be there. Uh... Yeah, as far as quality, yeah, but as far as the number. Of comic writers and artists, it's not it's not a lot. That's still that's, Com that's compared still to good, that's still a pretty good uh. Well, it's a good lineup. Artists. It's a good lineup, but compared to how many actors they've got, you know, actors they've got like thirty different actors coming on. I mean, yeah, they've got they're from, they're from TV shows. You got Power Rangers, uh, Karate Kid. Um, no, you got you got Mandalorian too. Okay, Mandalorian. That's right. a big one. Benedict Wong is going to be there. That's a big one. I mean, that's the only A-list that they have was Benedict Wong? They got uh, the whole Ming-Na Wen, and they got um, Giancarlo Esposito from okay, Mandalorian. Right, that's, that's right. That's right. Okay. okay. I mean... I mean, yeah, they've got, they, they've, they've got some heavy hitters as far as actors and stuff. Oh, if anybody's interested, Evil Fett has tickets to LA Comic Con. He's trying to get rid of. So if you guys want to get it from him, contact him later. Okay, I'll be going. So maybe I'll. I guess. Well, I guess you're not going to be there. Hey, but I'll be there. Going to be at Emerald City. Who? Jim Lee. Who's good? Oh, Jim Lee. Oh shit. Well, so is Rose what? Besh for one hour. <laughs> no way, really. Why? He's gonna be there uh, Sunday from eleven to twelve on the main stage. Oh, so he's just oh, so he's not even like doing any anything too crazy as far as no. He's coming in for a panel. It looks like um, no no signing, no signing opportunities. How about Interesting. A DC booth? Is there a DC booth in the in the con? 
Um, industry. There's only like five. They, well, John Cena's going to be there, and Hayden Christensen's going to be there. But that's about it. Yeah, but you can't see John Cena. John Cena was at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Apparently, he was at, he was at the Masquerade Ball, unannounced or something like that. Or oh, that would be it, fun. Yeah, it wasn't. I guess it was. Uh, it was a secret uh, surprise guest type of thing. Oh, was he dressed as Peacemaker? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Ashton. Oh, that, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, it, for anyone who has the opportunity to go next year, if they do another winter-esque San Diego Comic-Con, I, I would suggest it. I mean, it, it's going to be smaller than the uh, summer edition, um, but it was still it was still entertaining. We, we weren't even there. Like, normally, I'm there pretty much every day, all day, but... Um, we got in late Friday, so we were only there for like maybe two hours. Saturday, we cut it. We left, got back to the hotel probably like around four or five. And then Sunday, we were there for like a couple hours, and then we jet we took off. Yeah, yeah. That's the first time we, we, we didn't really spend all of Comic-Con at Comic-Con. So I, <laughs> that's, I guess that's the thing about small conventions where you, you, you've seen enough of it already to know what every vendor has to offer and then the people you really want to see can take care of within the next, the first day or so that you're there. Yeah. Yeah. But unless um, you're running the booth, unless you're running the booth, then yeah, you're there all day. Yeah. All weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, we've also been missing out on some Disney plus shows. Um, Hawkeye. I've not watched it. Red has seen one episode, and I believe, Luke, you're caught up, right? I am. I've watched all three. Okay. Why don't you give us a little rundown on your on uh, your opinion of the show? And you know what? Go ahead and throw out spoilers. I don't care. So, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there really isn't – there's not a lot of stuff that's been like, oh, my God. Well, first of all, the biggest spoiler would be Echo. Um, Maya, the character Maya coming, coming in as a villain, she's leading a gang, um, fighting against Hawkeye. All right. So that was actually a really good episode. The first two episodes were a little slow for me. Uh-huh. And it was a little disappointing. I got kind of, I got kind of worried, but. Uh, the last one it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. So, okay, wow. Uh, who's Ashton says it's terrible. Damn. Okay, <laughs> it's not your typical like Daredevil, Punisher. You know, it's not the Netflix Marvel series that we've kind of come to be familiar with. It's really a show that you're gonna like be able to watch with your kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, like look at this arrow explode, and look at this like look at this putty arrow, and look at this other cool effect. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's so, a family show. It's a family show. It could all, It could probably even air on like prime time, like ABC. a network. Yeah. 
do you uh did have they thrown in anything regarding black widow's sister like hunting hawkeye down or anything like that nothing nothing not yet you got three episodes left they'll she'll show up she'll show up i mean the, the thing and, that annoyed me the most out of the first episode you know me being a fan of of uh of, of musicals it was the the steve rogers musical it was just straight campy and corny and I wouldn't be able to sit through that. <laughs> oh, having to do like a, this whole positive number at the big fight in New York when you're expecting, you know, something more, uh, more intense kind of song. It should go, should go along uh-huh. with that. Right, right, right. They, they went with a happy piece. The one thing is, um, Echo, she works really well on comics because she, there's no, Voices in comic books. We make them up in our head. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, it's really tough to um, connect with the character without her talking. I know it sounds right. weird, but um, maybe, maybe Kevin Feige did see something in there that that just kind of fit the character. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be. I mean, I like how they're you. I like. I think they're doing a great job with with the character and. I'm really happy for David Mack and the and the team that created her, and he's the artist that brought her to life. But yeah. um, in what, like 1998 or something? Long been a long time. Wow, is that long? Damn. Okay. <sighs> or I could be wrong. <laughs> but um, <laughs> how old were you in 1998? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's tough to connect with her. It really is tough to connect with her because because she has no voice. I almost wish there was like some kind of like a way for her to project, you know, her voice. Like a so, telepathy or a yeah, telepathy or like some kind of machine or something. I don't know. So I mean, like her facial expressions—is it? It's not. It's not there. Not totally. Yeah, oh, not man. totally. Since it's a brand new actress, we haven't really seen her do much. Was it so, worse yeah. than Taskmaster on Black Widow? No. It is better than. <laughs> <laughs> it is better than the black. Than the, uh, I mean, Miss that- so, Miss So's out here saying I have no interest in a Hawkeye show, but I've never been a huge fan of the comics. His character was okay in the movies. Yeah, it's kind of true. Well, Hawkeye is mostly a tier B uh, superhero. I mean, he has no superpowers at all. Great supporting uh, character for for the the Avengers ensemble, but I, I don't see him being. A, a a a leadership role at all? Yeah, and he doesn't want it. He's even said that. You know, in the show, he even said that he's like, I don't want to be a role model. I don't want to be known as a role model. Like, don't put me on a pedestal. Yeah, like that's that's to, that's why he went Ronin style when his family was got when his family got snapped. He went he went totally ninja. Yeah, um, I don't know who this. We looks like we've got a new viewer on the show. Herbs. Herbs. Thank you for coming on the show, Herbs. Um, he's stating, honestly, going to watch all episodes, nothing happens. There are teases and commercials for the next commercial, i.e. Kingpin or Echo Show. I So they did tease Kingpin, right? I Someone was saying like they saw some hands or something. I don't know. Or like an uncle or... I don't know. Someone was t- saying the Kingpin was teased. I didn't see it, but... okay. Yeah, what, I mean, what it's, a, all, it's, it's all over Twitter. I mean, there's there's a couple of I don't know if they're 
but they're not really, um, you know, reliable sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not confirmed, but gotcha. But these guys haven't been been proved to be wrong or right yet because we're still either we're still waiting for it to happen. Just they're the same guys who purported to have Tobey Maguire and and Andrew Garfield in that Spider-Man movie. Gotcha. All right, I got to ask also, um, did they make use of, I don't know his real, his actor's name, but Lalo from uh, Breaking Bad, is he, does he have a pretty good role in the, on the show? Uh, which one's Lalo? Lalo? Oh, yeah, Lalo? yeah, 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 Lalo, 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 yeah. Oh, no, not Breaking Bad, um, Better Call Saul. I'm sorry. Yeah, Better Call Saul, uh, Salamanca, Salamanca. Yeah, Lalo Salamanca. Yeah, he's doing a fantastic job. He's doing a fantastic job. Anytime that guy's on like on on uh, Better Call Saul, he steals a scene. So I'm just wondering, is he a scene stealer? He is a scene stealer. Yeah, he is for sure a scene stealer. I don't know what his role is going to be. They're kind of making him to be kind of a villain, but is he going to be a well-known villain or is he just going to be like the, you know, the evil stepdad? Or is he going to be <laughs> a stepdad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, after watching the first episode, I'm, I'm already assuming that he killed his, or he attempted murder his dad, right? Or is he dead? But I don't want to spoil it for anybody. That's why I, I left off the first episode. <laughs> We're three episodes in. I think it's all right. <laughs> all right. I'm only the first one, so I've still got to watch. <laughs> um, looks like, uh, Miss. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't read a lot of Marvel over the years. I was mostly DC, then Dark Horse kid. I read a little bit of Marvel, but not a lot. I still, yeah, we all do. We all do. Um, we've got another listener on the show. Hey, guys, uh, Mark Spector. Good evening, good sir. That's our buddy James. Mark Spector is James. He's a big Moon Knight fan. Well, let me, I got to ask you then, Luke, based on uh, these three episodes, what's your comic grading for the show right now? Eight, five. Ooh, that's kind of low. That's pretty low, actually. It's good. Eight five is good. It's a solid. It's a B. That's a, a solid B. That's a mid B. That's just a solid B. No, no one wants a, a graded comic book eight five. No one wants an eight five. I like eight fives. I have two eight fives right in front of me. No, I have three eight fives. All right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm still say, gonna watch it. I'm still I, gonna I watch it, it. I give it a B plus. I give it an eight nine. If there is a, such a comic book grade as an eight nine, but definitely it, ha it, has, <laughs> it, has, no ups. Eight, <laughs> it has ups. You're looking at the whole the whole decibel scale. There's got to be an eight nine somewhere. You can't be just working on eight five and then eight zero oh and nothing in between. Um, Ashton Menzies Menzies is giving it a seven. Wow. Okay. Low grade, um, better no grade. That's right, baby. Low grade. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Misso. Um, Yes, Stray Dogs was a great read. Um, there's actually one shot coming out soon, so be on the lookout for that. Oh, speaking of Stray Dogs, uh, Tony Fleeks will be at LA Comic Con this weekend. So if you're heading out there, make sure you say hi to him. Hello, friend of the hey. show. And pick up the uh, the trade for Stray Dogs. It's out now. So it has uh, all the issues for it. Also, there, the, there's a trade for uh, Something is Killing the Children, the, the hardback edition that also came out. So keep an eye on that. I know 
I know Chris Spencer had it on his on his sales earlier this month and or last month and yeah. you know, maybe there's some more extra for sale. All right. Hey, did, uh, did any of you guys watch Cowboy Bebop, the TV show? Yep. Caught the two episodes. I'm about three episodes in. It's weird because halfway through, I think the second or third episode, I ended up watching the anime to try and compare. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> it's been so long since I've watched the anime, so I wanted to see the difference. Um, yeah, th- there is a big difference. There is a difference, but you, you can't you can't just compare to the anime because the anime because you could do so much stuff. You know, it's just just grade it for what it is because it's the decent performance by John Cho and the rest of the cast. Great writing, even though it's a little bit campy and. You know, let's let's see how it plays out. It, it's still a pretty solid show. Luke, did you watch it? I've not. I was a big cow. I mean, I was a big cowboy bebop fan growing up in like the nineties, late nineties. But well, Herbs went to go watch it too. Okay, here here's the thing. Okay, Red, I understand what you're saying that you cannot. You can you have to separate your opinion based on the two, but yeah, here's but the just, thing: just like watching anime, either you want to watch it dubbed or subtitles, you know, you'll have a different opinion per each version, right? Or am I gonna make it wrong? You're getting it? No, no, <laughs> you lost me on that. <laughs> Here, here's just, the thing: I no, I saw the I saw the, like the clip of Ed, how they portrayed Ed. And it was like just like head a head scratcher. <laughs> yeah, that that was there was a report on that, and then you know people do have the opinions on what it. What is just, he doing? It's it could be weird, but come on, just 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 give it a try. Just let's just watch it. I, I am giving it. I am, I'm going to finish it. I am. Right. <laughs> but but I, uh, to argue with you on this, argue. <laughs> So here's the thing. Here's the thing. The anime is a source material, correct? Yeah. And the way that they're making the show, they're kind of deviating from the tone of the anime. Oh. And that's my problem. Okay. Okay. What was the original tone of the anime? The original tone is like um, uh, Spike is this cool, calm, collected character, right? Totally. I do not get that from John Cho's character. Okay. I, I'm not getting like cool, calm, collective, like everything goes, you know? Like, oh, no, it just seems right now it's just not happy go lucky, but doesn't give a shit kind of John Cho character. That's what it, that's what I get. And like there were certain things like I saw the episode where um Spike tries to um like assass- not assassinate but like he shoots vicious right through the with his um with his sniper rifle right and it hits the window right it, it hit it gets caught in the window and a part piece of the window scratches vicious right okay it's it seems so like comedic in a way that scene like the way that Vicious acted and the way that um, Spike acted, it didn't seem like, like, like he was being a cool character. That's just the way. It... Oh wait, um, 
fearless fearless is um yeah spikes or spikes name in the in the syndicate yeah see evil evil agrees with me on the sub and dub kind of issue right there with the whole opinion <laughs> I, I mean to me sub and dub is it like it like nowadays uh dubbed is is just as good as sub now in my opinion like the voice acting is really great on most tv shows uh, unless you're watching squid games and then everybody's complaining about that one. Oh uh, well i mean yeah not um exactly ashton look they made vicious pretty much wimpy on the show when he's not wimpy in the anime and that's the that's the one thing that um that's kind of bothering me on that, you know. Oh, oh, okay. Remind me, does does vicious all does he last throughout every season of, of Cowboy Bebop or does it get killed? Okay, uh, well, he's Cowboy Bebop was one season and they make it they both make it to the end of the show. Okay, so he's the main antagonist. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I thought there would be another big bad behind him. But no. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I think there was another. Oh, Misso is saying that uh, was a soundtrack to live action version. Uh, the soundtrack is actually just as good as the anime. I believe they even use the same composer. So yeah, it, it was, it's a, it's a great soundtrack. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, hello, jazz. That's a great jazz piece. Jazz. Great. Just introduction to the to the show. Yeah, Luke, are you planning on watching the show at all or no? I am not. Okay, why not? I have, I have. There are so many other shows right now, like Wheel of Time that launched. Is that the Dragon one on like AT and T or or not? Uh, Apple. No, it's or Amazon. 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 Okay. That's Game of Thrones, and it's been off the air for three years. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another one. There's another dragon show that's supposed to come on. On uh I don't know which what what Hulu or something like that. I don't know. No, Wheel of Time is the Robert Jordan epic. Um and it was the first really big book I ever read in fourth grade. Um, and I pretty much read his books from fourth grade all the way through his passing. Um, and it is, it's, it's an epic. These are like thousand page books, right? So it's like, a, Oh my God, there's no way I could read that. Like a Louis L'Amour <laughs> book. No, they're not like Louis L'Amour books. <laughs> <laughs> they're like uh Lord of the Rings or like, you know, like, uh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna sound dumb here, but what's who's Louis Lamore? Uh he does westerns or he did yeah, westerns. Okay, I'm looking Lamour, it up right now. Also fantastic. Yeah, most of his most of his stories are based in uh Montana, which where where he lived. Are they like spaghetti westerns? Uh, not really. No, he's oh, pretty man. he's pretty pretty good. I mean it's like one of the most prolific western writers you can say. Yeah, if you if, okay. if you see Lonesome Dove, it's something similar to that. Okay. Ashton's what? out here saying uh, Super Crooks is Jupiter's legacy expanded universe in the style of a marry me American anime coined this phrase. What is Super? Is that a new show that 
I have not heard of. Yeah, he's 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 Ash is really touting that show, so we definitely oh, need to. It's get a that comic book, probably I don't know five ten years old. I didn't know oh. the show was already out though. That's crazy. Where's it on? Netflix. What? Oh wait, it, that's is it? Mark Millar. It sounds like a Mark Millar. Book. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he like did it. say it's Mark Millar. Yes, Miss So Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove. I, I watched that in sixth grade. Probably the best Western I've ever seen. Oh yeah, Lonesome had, Dove is had a cool. had a young Ricky Schroeder in there as as a Newt. Loved Lonesome Dove. I watched the special when it as it came out, the miniseries. I remember that. Robert I Duvall, Robert Duvall was in it. Uh, Ricky Schroeder. Um, I know one more person that's in it. But I can't remember their name. Wait, Kevin Costner wasn't in it, was he? No, I don't think it was. Unless we're starting to get mixed up with Dances with Wolves. No. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen Loans of Dove. So okay, okay. Uh, Kevin Costner chooses up a scene. Okay, he, he tried to he tried to fake a, an, an English accent on fucking Robin Hood. <laughs> I don't even think he tried to fake it. He just spoke American. Yeah, he, he totally gave up. Went midway through the movie and just went with, with American accent. Like, dude, um, you're in England. Where the fuck is your accent? We've got a uh, hood rat comments. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Thank you for joining the show. Um, we've got man. There's all kinds of shows at the town to check out. The episodes of Brainwave of it with Brainwave. I don't even know what he's talking about. Mm. <laughs> and then miss those check out Appaloosa with Ed Harris, an underrated Western Western that flew under the radar. That was a fantastic. That was so dark though. Like, dear God, that was a dark movie. Like dark, like um, similar to like uh Yellowstone. I heard Yellowstone was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah kind of like Yellowstone, but more like like just very cold. Yellowstone has a lot of heart to it. Wait, I'm isn't Yellowstone that, that TV show? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that one's with Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, we've got a Kevin Costner theme show. I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about Waterworld. I don't care, dude. We already referenced Dances with Wolves, uh, Robin Hood, Yellowstone. The Bodyguard. I mean, okay, what, what's Kevin Costner's best movie? It's got to be The Bodyguard, right? Bodyguard, or uh, I'd say Robin Hood, probably for me. Yeah. Ro oh, yeah, Robin. Yeah, I, I like Bodyguard. I want to say Bodyguard just because uh, I think Robin Hood is the um, is the is the go to. Well, which okay. Here's the thing: that the reason why they're so good though is because they had a great number one song that came with that movie. That's true. Yeah, but that was a cover. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Th that's the thing. If Kevin Costner, if every movie he had a hit song, it probably he'd still be like, you know, filling seats at the movie theater. So, yeah, so Brian Adams song, and Whitney Houston. A hit song can 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 save Waterworld. <laughs> hey, when did that? If if they had like, what was that? Early nineties, maybe. If they had like. Dr. Dre and Tupac do a Waterworld song, it would probably would have been a hit, right? Yeah, but they 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 their theme of that California um California love. 
Can I fall in love? That's that's based on uh the that that Mel Gibson movie. Um uh yeah, Mad Max. Mad Max. Beyond the Thunderdome. That would have worked well with 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 Waterworld. Ashton's saying Tin Cup. Tin Cup was okay. It was funny for what it was. Uh, um, minor league, the minor league ball. No, that was Bull Durham. Oh yeah. For, oh, Field of Dreams. That was good, right? Field of Dreams was good. Yeah. 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 That's instant classic. Instant baseball movie classic. Yeah, but if you're gonna say like a great soundtrack is gonna save a movie. Back then, worked. back then it did. Back then it did. Maybe not now, but back then we all know that every movie came out with a. If a movie came out with a great soundtrack, that movie was going to at least make some money back. Okay, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I just say I'm just trying to think like if if there was a great soundtrack to a uh, Battlefield Earth with John Travolta, would 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 that would that have been made? Would that have made that movie okay? But I can't I can't imagine it being okay at all. <laughs> I mean, if they have like uh, when when did Battlefield Earth come out? Like early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you put like Jaw a Jaw Rule song and like Murder Inc., you know Shanti doing songs for that, that then it probably work, was. I think because everybody had to be um, that everybody had to be a Scientologist for that movie. So they would need a Scientology, uh, I guess, musical act. <laughs> I don't remember any. <laughs> Lucas, Lucas, looking at us like, is this what you guys do when it just you do on the show? Who <laughs> <laughs> are these guys? What happened over the week? <laughs> we deviate when it's just us two. <sighs> Uh, uh, let's I, see. I agree with the whole soundtrack thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes the movie better. I, I fuck. You could say that for the first Mortal Kombat, you know, because it was all techno. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got here Unforgiven. Yeah, Unforgiven is is the best. Ooh, I don't know about best Western. It was a great Western, but it's kind of hard to compare that to um, Young Guns. No guns, which also had a Bon Jovi hit song, which probably made was 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 the reason why two was such a big hit. Because let's face it, two was not as good as one, but it had a better song. Yeah, yep. Right mm-hmm. about that, because because now you can can you compare the Karate Kid and Karate Kid Part Two, or. Karate Kid Part 2 had a bunch of uh, Peter Cetera songs and I think that was a more successful movie than, than the first Karate Kid. Yeah, that in my in my eyes, the viewing order of Karate Kid should have been Karate Kid 1, then should have been Karate Kid 3, then Karate Kid 2 should have been the end of that trilogy. Okay. You don't go from a tournament to fighting to the death and then back to a tournament and making the tournament like like a bigger deal. True. Okay. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I that's the way I see it, you know. But uh yeah, I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover tonight and maybe a little <laughs> bit more so. 
Um, so yeah, so hopefully there's a new, there's another winter Comic Con next season. Uh, if you're going to Emerald City Comic Con, go see the the artist. Uh, John's there. Rose Besh is there. Jim Lee's gonna make an appearance. Uh, if you're going to LA Comic Con, AJ's gonna be there. Then I'll be there. Be, he's gonna be busy looking for stuff to to flip. And so is one of our other friends, uh, Jeff McCain. He'll be also out there. So, oh, Jeff's gonna be out there. Shout yeah, out to Jeff. They're, yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna be out there uh, shopping for people. So you know, hit them up if you got you got um if you're looking for exclusives. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, uh, like, I'm on the fence about driving up to Seattle or not. I'm like, it'd be cool to see John Jang and John Boy and all those guys, but and Rose okay. Bash. Why are you on the fence? Let me just ask you. Why are you on the fence? Yeah, six hour round trip. So. so you don't want to just get a hotel and, and do a weekend thing? Well, I mean, I got I got the babies, you know. Oh, so yeah. It'd be, yeah. It'd be ditching the wife and making her uh, her take care of them. That's true. I didn't I'm think about that. Hard all week at the school. Yeah. I mean, if she's okay with it, like, was she was you okay with you going to Comic Con or? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna rephrase that. She is always okay with me doing. She would be, you know what I mean. She's like, "Oh, honey, have fun. Okay, here's some money. Have fun." <laughs> like she would be totally cool, but you know, it's like, it's the dad guilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you go make it up to her a week later, and then give her give her a break, and you know, do all the stuff they need to do around the house without her. Yeah. Oh, um. Give take someone take. wants to know why you're wearing a hood inside the house. Are you that cold, sir? Because I live in Portland, man. It's cold up here. It's cold and wet <laughs> from like freaking October to June. Plus, <laughs> well, he's out in the garage. Yeah, I'm in. The, I'm out in the garage right now too. I'm not in the house, even yeah. though the garage is insulated, but still. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, that's it for tonight. Well, wait, wait, wait. What about any comics you guys picked up? Oh, dude, I, dude, I went to the shop yesterday. I picked up two comic books. I, I've last two, three weeks is it's it's just getting worse and worse for me. I picked up, and you know what? We didn't even talk about probably the biggest news in comic books. What's up? Um, IDW has lost the rights. Oh, that's right. Um, Hasbro, GI Joe, and Transformers, Hasbro, and Star Wars, Star Wars too. They lost Star Wars. The Star Wars Adventures they're putting out, they lost it. So Star Wars, there's a rumor that it's all going to move up to my country, the Dark Horse, baby. Yay! So back to to the uh, original company that. Oh wait, Marvel was original. Marvel's oh. the original, but Dark Horse did it best with all of. I mean. Come on, give it freaking Ahsoka Tano. And well, yeah. so many good characters came out of that um, extended universe run that they did for, shoot, what, 15 years? Yeah, yeah. What, did, did they let that go on purpose just because just they have too much stuff to write? Or, or Probably they... outbid, I imagine. They, they The contract got outbid. Oh, yeah, okay. but okay. yeah, because other than that, what is IDW going to have? They don't have anything original. Uh, well, they still have Usagi Ojimbo. I don't know if they're, he'll stay with them, though. 
Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope IGW gets some get something because yeah, you you hate to see uh, you know another publisher go down. <laughs> Everything is in flux right now with new comics. It seems like there's not a lot of. It seems like it's everyone's just trying to stay status quo right now. No one's pushing like really hot new titles. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this, and I do have to thank you publicly both for hooking me up with these these uh, Justin Roiland last Ronin variants. Hottest last Ronin on the market. I mean, by far next to the Bartling variant. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying for over a year to get that. You guys hooked me up with a set. Welcome, bud. Yeah, that we cleaned the house. We cleaned house that day. Find that that number. I'm gonna. One. <laughs> I'm gonna. Let me ask you one question. If I wouldn't have said anything, would you have bought any? Um, no, because we didn't. I we would didn't not think have that they would have had any there, but I still would have gotten in line with with Kevin Eastman. I, in all honesty, I was not even thinking about. I know how Kevin Eastman's lines have been going, and I'm like, I, I'm. I'm not going to stand in line for that, but Dude, then they, they just flew under the radar, didn't they? They did. They yeah, did. somewhat. Yeah, I would say so. I was so focused on getting other exclusives that, um, and I wasn't even I wasn't even focused on getting comic book exclusives. I was more mainly getting some of the figures and stuff like that, and like the bait booth, because um, I really wanted to get that that uh, Bruce Lee uh, Medicom. I mean, I didn't even know about the We Live um, until Friday That's night. Day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could have totally had it. You could have totally had one. I mean, I got one, but we could have cleared house on that too. If, if I would, if I would, if someone would have told me Friday to pick those up, I would have probably bought out all of those copies if I had the chance. Yeah, I already, already looked out with the uh, the bunny mass medal for uh, for another friend of ours, uh, Jason. So yeah, I was able to get that for him, but you also wanted a um, a We Live cover, and because he couldn't yeah. get the New York Comic Con edition one, and this was a special San Diego one, with the, which was the blue cover. So definitely, yeah, I, was, I was able to get the last one that they had at the con. Mm-hmm. They literally told me this is the last one we have. And then we always oh, wow. came back to the to the booth, we're like, hey, did you find any more? Do you find any more? Yeah, said, nope, no, that was it. Took yeah, because you know one. sometimes they hold it back. They'll say. Oh, we happen to find this short box of our variants, and uh, we're gonna sell these, you know. But no, they were pretty much saying that we're done. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, if, yeah, if, we, if you hadn't said anything about the Justin Roiland being available there, yeah, we I probably wouldn't have picked it up. I would have been in line just just to get those John Jan covers signed. But yeah, we lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the FYI. We souped on a deal. So um, if looks if you guys like... are interested, Luke might be selling his uh, one of his sets. Double sign. <laughs> uh, Misto's out here saying, I think part of the reason Dark Horse survived so long is they started selling. Oh, I didn't know that. Started selling manga as well. I was worried about them when they lost Alien, Star Wars, etc. Glad they were getting some back. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were selling manga. I'm doing a happy dance for the Dark Horse Star Wars. If it's true, I hope it's true. So if they do Dark Horse Star Wars, I'm going to assume that they're going to use their Dark Horse continuity, and that's going to be like 
Elseworld stuff? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. They're not. They're not. First of all, they're not getting any mainline title. So Marvel's retaining Star Wars, Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, you know, bounty hunters. So they're keeping all their main lines, uh, Princess Leia, Afra, stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't care about that kind of stuff. I like the nitty gritty off world. You know what I mean? The backstories, the back yeah. alleys. The the crimson uh, was it the crimson? Um, what are they called? The crimson. crimson yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, those kind of stories I love. And like the clo- how they followed the Clone Wars. Like that Clone Wars set 1 through 12, man. That's a good set. Yeah. That's probably the if you if anyone was going to buy a Star Wars set right now and it's in four figures, but buy a Clone Wars 1 through 12 um super low print run and that is going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy high book this time next year when when Ahsoka Tano gets her series right there. There's the there's one of them. There you go. There you have it, folks. First that's appearance the right there. That's the variant one right there. The, the and that's variant. the Dark Horse 100. Yep. So and that's a five thousand dollar book. Some guys are they're the graded ones are between fifteen and twenty right now. Wow. It's just just insanity. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we've cleared everything up, right? I think so. I mean, I'm glad to be back with you guys. And too bad E-Man couldn't come back on, but um, maybe next week. But yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get more content in here. Um, we're we're we get to see Eternals and give a review on it. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. But uh, yeah, we'll give one soon. But uh, for all those that have been tuning in, thank you again for uh, catching us on the show. Um, Again, as a reminder, please hit that like and subscribe button. Let all your viewers know about the show and all your listeners know about the show. All the listeners who just listen to us, uh, let them know as well. Follow me on Instagram, AJ the Comic Collector. You can follow Luke at Luke Weeks. You can follow Red, C-List, Villainous Red. And you can follow E-Man, C-List, E-Man. Uh, make sure you go to Luke's website, RKFA Comics, and join his Facebook group, RKFA Comics, as well on Facebook. Um, oh, I actually got a Spider-Man tickets. Hey, Ashen, did you get the one with the NFT? Because, you know, if you bought your ticket from AFC or uh, Stubbs, there's supposed to be an NFT that they're giving away on opening night. So watch out for that. Yeah, twenty-two thousand dollars supposedly it's selling for. So uh, <laughs> crazy you can money make some for, good for money digital art. <laughs> but again, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will all see you next week. Good evening, everyone. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast. Your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. And email us at sealessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us 
on our two Instagram accounts, Sealess Villains and Sealess Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Weeks, at Sealess Villainous Red, at Sealess Eman, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next episode.